Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Welcome to the show. You know what today is. Of course I do. It is National Mac and Cheese Day. It's so cheesy. I love mac and cheese. Great. Mac and Cheese Day. Cheesy. I love mac and cheese. National Mac and Cheese Day. You ready to start? Say cheese. Cheese. Let's start the show. It's showtime. Everything's running smoothly. Yo, yo, yo! My name's Hertzel, and this right here, it's your KC Mo. Baby, what's the word, Kansas City? A happy Thursday to the KC Morning Hoes on the show today. It's been a long time coming. I have been wanting to get these folks on the show for so long. Marine Ansari with Sunrise Movement Kansas City joining us on your KC Morning Show. Yeah, we're talking climate, but you're going to find out very, very soon in this interview that we talk about everything because we are owed everything, including a climate that's going to be around for a future, a future that includes healthcare as a human right, abortion rights, free public education, a place to stay, a job. Yeah, we take the walks, the best kind of walks. I am so excited for you to hear this one. Now, I know you're already sick of me plugging, but you also know me, so you know I'm not too proud to beg. The Pitch Awards, that bad boy is back. Your best ofs for 2022, your KC Morning Show, currently the reigning and defending best local podcast in Kansas City. I would like to run that back again. Let's repeat this thing three times. Info for you in the show notes, all the details at thepitchkc.com. That is all I got. Rate, review, subscribe, do that thing you do. Kansas City, this is your show. Always been yours. And to be real with you, I started this show for episodes like today. So we can have folks on the show like Marine and groups like the Sunrise Movement. That's what this is about, Kansas City. So yes, I do believe it is a good day to be a Kansas Cityan, but that's because of you, Kansas City. My name's Hartzell. Back in your feeds tomorrow. We'll see you in the morning. Bye. Going straight to one place, right to Kansas City. The KC Morning Show. For the first time on your KC Morning Show, and I'm so excited for this, we have Maureen Ansari. They are the social media coordinator for Sunrise Movement Kansas City, the Kansas City hub of the Sunrise Movement nationally. Young people fighting for a livable future, and I have been itching to get you all on this show to brag on you, but also to let you have the floor, my friend, because I want folks to hear it from you, because you're doing some great work, but you're also calling some folks out, and I think in this time, we need that. So, Maureen, welcome to your KC Morning Show. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Tell us how do we get here? Give us maybe the context of Sunrise Movement at large, but specifically here at home, Sunrise Movement, Kansas City. 
Yeah. So Sunrise Movement National was started in about 2017, and we really took off as an organization after doing a sit-in at Nancy Pelosi's office in 2018. I think we had like 50 or 80 Sunrisers. It was a really big thing. And they were posts by like Now This and AJ Plus and so many other media outlets that it just kind of exploded as a movement. The local hub here in Kansas City started somewhat in March of 2019 when a group of students and community members, students mainly from UMKC, were interested in creating the hub and then it really just came together in June of 2019. And it has just been growing ever since then. It's been really amazing to be part of this. I'm one of somewhat of an original member. I joined in September of 2019. So I joined during the Friday Strikes for Future that was happening in September of 2019. That's when I became super interested and super involved because I saw the need for working class BIPOC youth within the movement. I mean, this is a movement that we love. We love to credit ourselves as a multi-racial, multi-class youth-led movement. And that is what we are. And so seeing this organization organize a student strike at my university. I am a UMKC alum, now officially. Grew up. Grew up, exactly. <laughs> and so them organizing this strike, I think I was a sophomore in college and seeing like young people who I was friends with in my classes, who are my age or even like some local high schoolers who were like, yeah, we're going to strike for our future. We're going to bring speakers. We're going to talk about our experiences and we're going to work on ways to empower ourselves. There were also student groups who were passing out petitions, asking the UM system to divest from fossil fuels it was it was great it was amazing and that was kind of a pushing a pushing force that kind of like pushed us to the front of environmental climate justice in Kansas City and that evening we had the biggest climate rally and I believe we brought out like 2,000 folks when we took over the plaza that day which was great and so just watching the momentum with this with this movement especially locally in Kansas City how we just keep changing and keeping up with the times we understand like things are different now versus 2019 we can't use the same things that we did then and so we're just constantly evolving picking up more and more younger people I mean we have hub members um, who are like 14 and 15 and that is amazing to me like how many community orgs can boast that they have young people in leadership who are in high school right now in Kansas City who know what these issues are and who are affected by these issues and they want to take control because they're the people who are affected by the issues most and so being closest to the issues also means you're closest to the solutions so get off my soapbox a little bit, but that, that's who we are. That is an excellent soapbox, my friend. I think you all are really an excellent case study in what this activism looks like and whatever the hell this new normal is. I got a buddy of mine, he's a socialist professor in Green Bay, and we always talk about how we wish we wish more of the national movements would have that coalition building. They would work together. Like, why don't we have more folks in BLM working with climate activists and more folks in women's rights or reproductive rights working with with climate folks. There's so much more strength than what we do together. And Sunrise KC, you know, you all are doing that. Maybe it is climate that is your number one priority. Maybe it is criminal justice reform, but you also understand that climate justice is criminal justice. You know, like it's all very, it's very interconnected. 
we recognize the intersectionality of issues. So intersectionality just means that different issues intersect when one issue is an issue for one group, but this group is also going to be impacted by other issues, which makes their experiences, their living circumstances worse, right? So you kind of touched on it, like talking about right now, how reproductive rights are super pertinent to climate justice, because ultimately the populations that are most affected by the climate crisis are people who are assigned female at birth. And there's so many statistics about women and people assigned female at birth, like being affected by climate disasters, being climate refugees, and how they're impacted by the experiences of both sexism, lack of reproductive rights, and then also the climate crisis. And so this is an issue that affects everyone and literally just exacerbates whatever issues are, are going on right now, when we look at like housing and we look at like tenants rights and stuff like that, like we do a lot of work with KC tenants. And so understanding that the urban heat index that we have here in Kansas City every year from like now on, there's going to be an additional 10 hotter days of the year. So our summers are getting longer and hotter. Our heat waves are going to get worse. And then also looking at tenants rights, like people don't have safe housing where like their housing doesn't have good insulation. So whatever cooling they have doesn't work because it just goes straight outside or they don't have proper cooling and so not having these basic functions of having a safe living space makes them more impacted by the climate crisis so this is an issue that literally unfortunately makes everything worse and that's why it's so important to get everyone involved in all of the different aspects of it right it's not just that like we are just fighting to plant more trees right that could be one aspect of it but then another aspect is like guaranteeing housing for all and guaranteeing good safe housing for all and then also guaranteeing the freedom of reproductive rights to everyone because this is also an issue that's going to affect that it's just recognizing that this isn't like a, a black and white like single issue thing this is an issue that affects everything and sometimes you kind of get a little bit of a bad rep where people are like oh like you're not really an environmental org and it's like yeah you're right we're not we're climate justice and so it's like it's a big emphasis on the justice part we're not just focusing on the environment or just climate it's it's focusing on everything and sometimes that can make people feel like we're not doing enough of the planting trees or picking up trash off the street and stuff like that. It's like that stuff is important, but we also need like systemic change that comes from a climate justice perspective where it's like, okay, cool. We are picking up trash, but can we pay people good living wages to do that? Can we make sure that we have more recycling available to people? And can we expand on any recycling that we have in Kansas City right now? But can we also make sure that the people who work at those places, that they're getting proper safety equipment and that they're also getting paid living wages? Can we also work on expanding our bus transit and continuing to make sure it's free like outside of 2023 and also pay our bus workers really well and hire more bus workers that we have and then also working on transitioning buses to electric versus like keeping them on gas. Like there are just so many aspects of it. It's not just like one thing. I'm curious, is that frustrating sometimes? I see it as an opportunity, but you know, some folks might see it as you all take up so many lanes. Y'all wear a lot of hats, you know, <laughs> we have to in 2022. What do you say to that? It kind of annoys me. I'm, I know it annoys a lot more people who are like in my hub with me or like, okay, yeah, like trees are important. Trees are great. Love trees. Need more greenery in cities. That's one thing that battles the urban heat index. But you know what else battles the urban heat index? Tenants rights. It's a lot, but it, it's really great also because that means we pull in a variety of people. We're not just pulling in white environmentalists. We're not just pulling in granola people who grew up in the 70s and are tree huggers, no matter how much we love 
we love those people but it's like this is an issue that affects everyone and that kind of what pulls everyone into the group when i first joined the first and foremost thing for me was like i'm a student like i'm trying to go to college i'm trying to get this education i was the first in my my cousins to like go to college and get a degree and so i was just like this is really important to me and at sunrise like we care about we care about everything and we understand the way that all these issues intersect with climate justice I mean, what is a livable future if not a place to stay, knowing where you're going to eat and having an education that's free and being able to access healthcare? I mean, that's what you're fighting for. So to me, I think you are on brand and on brand is life. It's living. It's all of us living. Exactly. Exactly. That's how I see it. We can fight for a future where we have clean air, but if we don't have safe, reliable housing, safe, reliable transportation, safe, reliable, good paying jobs, then what's the point of being able to breathe clean air? Because then all these other needs aren't met and it's not truly a livable future you know not only are you all coalition building you're making policy you're debating it you're calling folks out but i think another part of this that is so important and how we do this in the future you all are also offering mutual aid can you break this down a little bit yeah i can so mutual aid is the idea that community takes care of community it's different from charity because you're not giving or participating in the idea that like oh these people are lesser than me or something like that it's the idea of like oh i have a neighbor that needs this so i'm going to provide this because i know potentially if i need something from them they're also going to help me because community takes care of community. And so we have a dry pantry in the Northeast and we have a fridge in Wyandotte. And so we started doing mutual aid work because during the high pandemic, we began to understand more and more the importance outside of advocating and fighting for legislation and bullying politicians. Like we need to take care of our community members right now because people are suffering right now. And so we can't just wait for the long-term solutions that we're fighting for to go into effect. We need to take care of people right now. I live in the Northeast. A lot of times like people will do drop off where I'm staying and then we'll go drop it off at the pantry or I'll do a ride along since I live so like close by or I'll just go drop stuff off because it's also my community because that's where I live. And it's also the idea that when you when you support the needs of the community in one way, they work on more ways to support each other. So like the really cool thing that's come out of us having this dry pantry is that like people in the neighborhood have started helping each other out in other ways. Like people will cut each other's grass so they don't get citations from the city. People will cook meals for each other. We've had people help each other out with like car troubles and stuff like that. Being able to empower your own community, take care of each other in the ways that we can through just having this like one small like additional thing that the community or people in our help help in. It's just been it's just been so phenomenal. And it's like an example of how we really care about each other as people in Kansas City. We really care about our neighbors. We really care about the people around us. And when when we feel empowered too, and we get that power to do it, we will take care of each other because we're not just going to let our neighbors starve we're not just going to let our neighbors get sided by the city if we can help it if we have the extra time and extra energy to just go cut someone's grass or something like that like we care about each other one of our hub members was quoted in an article by casey beacon and they said hope is revolutionary and that's what it is i mean we're showing people we're showing our own community members that there are alternative ways to living and we're fighting for the long-term solutions, but also right now we can take care of each other in the ways that we can. Yo, my name's Hartzell. When we come back, more from myself and Maureen Ansari with Sunrise Movement KC. 
It's your KC Morning Show. Nobody likes you, nobody cares. Nobody wants you, nobody cares. To extend a greeting in a connecting lands. Life is just a jaded game to them. They will give it a chance. But you know when I know that the galaxies are all talk a little bit about this, my friend. Can we talk about the Climate Protection and Resiliency Plan? Because you all actually were out at City Hall a few weeks ago. Got some issues with this plan, huh, Maureen? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. So the Climate Protection and Resiliency Plan, for people who don't know, is a plan that was drafted by a committee called the Climate Protection Steering Committee with the help of an outside group called the Brendel Group that comes from somewhere in Colorado. It might be Denver. So they're an outside group that's being paid by the city to help this committee come up with a progressive plan that will shape what the city does for the next like five to ten years. I don't even know if it's proper to call it a plan. I mean, kind of at this point, it's a plan. But when it was first put together and before all of the comments were taken into account and it was edited, it didn't really feel like a plan. It just felt like it was parts of different plans from across the country that didn't really take into account like how Kansas City is not like Chicago, how Kansas City is not like cities in Texas or cities in California or other places where they may have gotten sections of this plan from. It was super reflective of us bringing an outside group rather than like paying more people within the city who already do this work to be part of this process. And so they first put together this plan. It was not that great. There were lots of things missing from it. A lot of the language was like very iffy. They did have community info sessions, but it wasn't super accessible. And we noticed that a lot of the emails of the people who attended at least the virtual sessions had at every year at Spire in their emails, which is very suspicious and kind of like makes sense when you look at things like the idea that citizens are advocating for renewable natural gas when that's really not a great solution felt like they hadn't really pushed that hard for like citizens to come out and to advocate for what they felt like were necessary changes to the plan and so sunrise movement Kansas city actually ended up having a town hall and we brought out i think over 80 people from around the city from all ages and partner orgs like kc tenants and like stand up kc if they were interested in having their members contribute to this town hall because like i was talking about earlier like climate justice is an intersectional issue that affects workers, that affects tenants, that affects everyone. It affects children, it affects elderly, it affects people right now. And so we we brought out like a really diverse group. And of course, there was like lots of very young people in their 20s and 30s and 40s. And so it was just a really great room. And we literally broke up into different groups that focused on different sections of the plan. And we talked about it as a group to be like, what are things that we have issues with this, with this in the plan that we think should be taken out? And what are things that we feel like we need in the plan? What are things that this plan is missing? through this like we were able to come up with like, a list of edits that we were able to compile out of like this group of like 80 people who who came together as a community to advocate for themselves for what they need from the city for this plan and so we got a bunch of these edits i think we got most of them honestly added to the plan and so it looks a lot better now it's a lot more reflective of kansas city and we're super proud of that because kansas cityans should be the ones who are writing this plan because this is meant for us so what are some of those edits that you all got included so one of the edits that we included was like to take out the aspect of renewable natural gas renewable natural gas is like the concept that instead of drilling for gas using old methane and like doing some weird recycling process with it and using it as gas but the issue with that is that the process to do that is super unstable it's pretty expensive it's just it's not great and then we're gonna run out of methane 
eventually anyway with that process. It could hurt the people who are dealing with it. It's not a long-term solution. It's just really dumb. It's just another way to prolong our already existing dependency on gas that we need to be working on getting off of. Another thing is that we pushed for very purposeful language, more stricter language that we could actually hold city council, the committee to. One of the things that they put in the plan was multicultural communities. I don't know what a multicultural community is, but I know what a black, brown, working class and poor community is, right? So naming the parts of the city that we need to be super cognizant of to make sure that things are being implemented equitably. Like, I don't know what a multicultural community is, but I know what a black, brown, working class and poor community is. And I know some parts of what Kansas City is based off of where I've lived growing up here. And so it's like making sure that they're not just being non-specific because one, they don't know the area. And two, because it makes it easier to be like, oh, Brookside is a multicultural community, but then being like Brookside has way more than enough money you know we're not worried about equity there we're not worried about people being left out there necessarily because brookside has the money and so it, it's it's making sure that the language is more specific more precise ultimately these different parts of what the community advocated for at this town hall has been added and it, it looks pretty good it is not a green new deal but it is a starting place for us to get some positive change done in the city for the benefit of all so now i guess marine we got to ask what are the updates what's the progress the plan has been sent to city council almost not a month, but it's been like three or four weeks. Like it's been quite a few weeks and we have been waiting for when city council decides to talk about the plan because we want to pack the council chambers because we think it's important that city council is able to look us in the eye when they decide to make whatever decisions that they want to make because they can choose to be like oh i don't like these changes let's take them out let's put it back to like the way it was when it was like originally formulated or they can be like i want to add stuff in and so I think it's really important that they understand that Kansas Cityans are watching them. We are paying attention. This isn't just an issue where like we care about it at first and then like we're not going to care anymore. Like we are going to follow this all the way through. We're not just going to be there part of like the formulating process, but then not be part of like the implementation process or even like the finalizing process. Like we're going to be here for every single part of it. That We are watching them and that we are going to hold them accountable for whatever decisions they decide to make. Wednesday is when potentially we don't know for sure we're going to post it to social media as soon as we find out as soon as it's confirmed when it's going to chambers and when we need people to pack the chambers to make sure that city council knows that Kansas City is watching them and Kansas City is paying attention and that Kansas City will annoy the heck out of them if they decide to not listen to community so potentially wednesday it might be in the morning it might be at noon it might be in the afternoon we don't know yet we will have social media and email blasts coming out whenever that is decided we are also asking that people send emails that people call city council to tell city council whenever the plan is being discussed to do it that day that the community is watching them that Kansas city is watching them and that we will hold them accountable and that we need to make sure that they pass the plan with the people's edits and that it is finalized in the way that Kansas Cityans wanted it to be finalized. There were literally so many comments on the online website when the comment period is open talking about 
all the necessary changes that we needed. And there were so many people who reiterated each other because so many of us in Kansas City are dealing with the same issues, whether that you're in the 64138 zip code, whether you're in the 64109 zip code, we're dealing with so many of the same issues that we need this plan to include these things. We can't keep these things out of the plan. Our edits, our requirements, not our recommendations, our requirements as Kansas Cityans is added and is finalized. Maureen, I always ask my folks on the way out of here, you know, is it a good day to be a Kansas Cityan? So I got to ask you. It's always a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. I am a Kansas Cityan through and through. I love being here every day. And always, it will always be a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. Maureen Ansari, they are the social media coordinator for Sunrise Movement Kansas City. Some amazing work. And if you are fired up, go check them out on the website. I'm here right now at sunrisemovement.card.co. That's sunrisemvmtkc.card.co. Maureen, will you come back on the show? I loved this so much. Yes, I will. Invite me anytime. I will be there. I'm just a community member who cares about my community. That's all I'm doing. Go to our website that you just read out. There is a link that says get involved and you can fill that out and someone will hit you up and you'll just have a conversation about like, what are you interested in doing? What do you feel like you want to get involved in? And then you're just in. That's it. So just hit that link. Get involved on our website. Maureen, thank you so, so much. Let's go change the world. Some people talk about you like they know all about you. When you get down, they doubt you. And when you dip it on the scene, yeah, they talking about it. Because they can't tip on the scene what you talk about it. To talk the dog about it. When you get elevated, they love it or they hate it. You dance up on the haters. Keep getting funky on the scene while they jumping around you. They trying to take all of your dreams, but you can't allow it. Because baby, whether you're high.
rise up till it's one. We gonna rise up, rise up till it's one. When the people rise up, the powers come down. When the people rise up, the powers come down. They try to stop us, but we keep coming back. They try to stop us, but we keep coming back. We gonna rise up, rise up till it's one. We gonna rise up, rise up till it's one. When the people rise up, the powers come down. When the people rise up, the powers come down. They try to stop us, but we keep coming back. They try to stop us, but we keep coming back. We gonna rise up, rise up till it's one. We gonna rise up, rise up till it's one. When the people rise up, the powers come down. When the people rise up, the powers come down. They try to stop us, but we keep coming back. They try to stop us, but we keep coming back. They try to stop us, but we keep coming back. You're listening to the KC Morning Show.